It's 2022, which means it's a renewal year and you need CEUs. 30 if you're in South Carolina, and three of those have to be on ethics, jurisprudence, and whatever else goes in that category. Look, the year's going by fast, and you can knock out all those requirements with a MedBridge subscription, and you can get 40% off with the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD. I have a friend named Shelly, and she's a little lazy. Her words, not mine. She hasn't done any Con Ed over the past year and a half until she got her subscription set up. And what she does is she just puts modules on her phone while she watches 90 Day Fiance. Great show, by the way. Is she learning anything? No. But is she getting the local governing bodies off her bat? Yes. Your subscription also includes NSCA credits, OCS certification prep courses, patient education, home exercise programs, EMR integration. There's tons and tons of resources. Again, use the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD to get 40% off your individual subscription. That's the best price that MedBridge offers, okay? Only the best for our listeners. Now enjoy the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) listeners of the Better Faster Podcast, do I have a treat for you today? We have a a very special guest. I mean, like the most special guest here today. None other than Dime Piece Daniel, Daniel Sterling here, the second most talented athlete of a former athlete of mine that's been on this podcast behind JT Taylor. Shout out JT. Uh, but that's all right. That's all right. Daniel's almost there. Yeah. He's a youngin. He's yeah. a youngin. I'm honored to be in your presence because. Oh, God. The 89th fitness oh, man in the nation. In North, in North, in North America. Not so nation. North America. North America, and, Canada. And Mexico included in this. And Mexico. 89th fitness, bro. You know, we, that we, is amazing. <laughs> we, we wanted Mark Hutchinson. We wanted Jason Hopper. But we got Daniel Sterling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's all right. It's all right, kid. Sometimes yeah, settling is important. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, Daniel, seriously, all jokes aside, super excited to have you on here. And really, congratulations. Like, that is a really impressive accomplishment. I think people who aren't in the sport of fitness probably don't grasp how difficult it is to qualify for a semifinal and the current structure of how it is. So, dude, shouts to you, man. That was awesome. Appreciate it. Yeah. How's the how's training going? How's the body feeling? You know, talk to me. What are your what are your emotions like? You excited? Just boom, hit me. What's well, going hang on? on? Let's when we get listeners up to speed, tell us about who you are. Oh yeah, yeah. They might want to know who you are. I mean, we know you're the yeah. We know you're the 89th fittest man in oh, North geez. America, but <laughs> who is Daniel Serling? <laughs> Such a deep question. Oh no, I I nobody essentially. Yeah, no, I appreciate all the. Love, but but no. That's <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, you, talk to me. Yeah, uh, what's going no. On? So I, I work so here. You're taking like a five week hiatus from work to to get ready for these semis, right? Yeah, you're coming from Madero's, bro. Got to win. Mm. Does Madero's uh, have an insurance policy on his mullet? Nobody should. Yeah. Yeah, I know Beyonce has on her legs. Just I'm, sure that, yeah. like, okay. I'm sure that I'm sure that Daris is going to Beyonce is like forty million dollars though. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you take out a leg, you know? Can you imagine that? You lose a leg, you get forty million dollars. That's a little low. I thought it'd be more than that. Beyonce, I don't think it. I'd still rather have my leg. That's just mm-hmm. me. But anyway, forty million. <laughs> That's a lot of millions. That is a lot of millions. Uh, forty of them to be exact. Can't count that. Uh, all right, so Daniel, so what, what's your day today? What do you do for a living, bro? Um, no, I work at uh, CrossFit Wando in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, and that's that's my, mm-hmm. you know, my day job, I guess you could say. And when I'm not doing that, working out, training, training, and more training. And you're just you're still I still look at you as like new in this game because you're only 21, right? Yeah, 21. 21? I think oh, is he the man. youngest person we ever had on this podcast. 
I don't know. Potentially. Quentin. We had Quentin. Quentin, Quentin was younger. Quentin's, Quentin's way more mature. He carries himself more like a 30-something. Yeah, yeah. Quentin. Quentin. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, if you guys could see, Daniel was wearing a bucket hat. That bucket hat indoors right now. So that, like, that this is an exhibit A. <laughs> Daniel is the first CrossFit. He's so right. He's got to keep it. Yeah. He's into the style. Well, he's actually the bad boy of CrossFit. I don't know if he you is. this. He yeah. is the bad boy. Watch out. Cross Watch out. I mean, make sure you keep your paper towels close. This dude used <laughs> two squares of paper towels today, and we clearly asked for one. But it's all right. It's okay. You can Venmo us at Vertex PT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, all right. So talk us through so the people who don't know how this works, um, how do you get to qualify for a semifinal? Talk yeah, so there's, there's a couple stages to get there. Um, the first one is the online worldwide open and basically if you place in the top 10% in your uh, nation or in your uh, country right continent, 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 yeah, continent, continent region yeah. whatever you want to call it these days um, then you go on to the quarterfinals and if you place inside the top 20 120 for North America then you go on to the semifinals and there's four different semifinals across North America. If you place top five at one of those, then you'd go on um, to the games. Right, and yours is called the Syndicate Crown. The Syndicate right? Crown. Yeah, yeah, which is a new one, isn't it? That's like that's not technically. Last year it was Mac and what were the other ones in North Carolina? They I can't had remember. Granite Mac, games. Atlas Games, Granite Games, West Coast Classic. Right, and so now this one's new. Um, yeah, I think where is this one being held? It's in Knoxville, Tennessee. It's held by the same people who do Mac. Yeah, the um, Mid Atlantic Challenge is the Mac. Yeah. Yeah. How many's in the field? Thirty, you got for, some for syndicate. Yeah, for syndicate, you got some studs in there too, right? You got you got the defending champion. Right? Yeah, we've got um, the the big names for me that, that stood out. We've got uh, Medeiros, um, Panchik, uh, both the Smith brothers are there. So Alec and Ben, mm. um, Jason's there. Huh? Yeah, he's huh? there. Yeah. Um, but Taylor's there too. Taylor yeah. Self's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Taylor yeah. Self's there. Spencer Array's going to show up. Yeah. Mark Hutchinson, shout out to Mark. Yep. Yeah. Yep. How sweet would that be though if you uh, if you beat Medeiros in like a, a heat? I mean the whole thing obviously, but like you know like yeah, no. You know, call your shot, man. What do you think? What do you think oh, you got, I, man? I don't know. What are, you, what, what are you better than him at? Oh, I, I don't know. Uh, Squatting. Squatting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dana can squat a house right now. Yeah. But um, no, I, I don't know. I'm I'm just gonna be there, have fun, you know, do my best. Mm-hmm. So get give us a day in the life in terms of like. <laughs> no, you're not a win, you and that's a, that's Quentin in the background there. I don't know if we, we I don't know if mentioned Quentin was here too. We we gave, we gave him the nickname Don Pistero. He didn't he didn't call himself Don Daniel. Excuse me. Yeah. No. I almost said I was thinking Don Bag Daryl. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel. Um, we gave him that right because yeah. he's, he's a good looking kid. He's, he's twenty one. Yeah. 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 And I know we yeah. wanted to probably talk about dating life at some point too, but we got to. Oh, oh man, uh-huh. I bet you can give us some good advice. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, um, but that's, all right. To to reel this back in a little bit and to get something that's like I think would be an interesting topic to talk about is the actual training and approach and day to day life of somebody who's trying to compete at this level. Because I think we all look at this as like, oh, we'd love to be there, right? But. Sometimes we there's a little disconnect on what it truly takes and what kind of has to be put in and, and and so we've talked a little bit about this I know Brandon and I have whenever like one of my athletes has made it somewhere we've talked about what their training looks like but I want to hear from your perspective like you know how many sessions a week are you putting in how long are these sessions what what how, what are you doing nutrition wise like talk to me a little bit about kind of this process for you as an athlete uh, yeah so as far as training wise I mean you like you were my coach for a while you know um, it's there's a lot of lot of hours a lot of man hours to get put in for that alone. Um, one thing that I'm trying to do better at each year is kind of after whatever happens this year, you know, I'll go back and reevaluate that. But 
after every year, just kind of refining something else along the way. So like last year, a big thing that I was trying to focus on leading up to this year was um, sleep. And so that's a bit, it made a big difference for me. You know, uh, I know the last like three years, it would be very normal for me to go to bed at like 11 o'clock and then wake up at three, you know, whatever. So getting like four or five hours of sleep. So trying to get at least a full eight hours, if not more, ideally, um, has been a very big focus of mine over the last year. Um, and as far as nutrition goes, that's going to be kind of the next thing that I'm working on. Uh, strong as Hale, Haley Gearsall, former, former employee here, she's been uh, hounding me on how I need to have more variety in vegetables. And apparently, you know, to my surprise, ketchup is not considered a main food group. It used to be a vegetable um, during the Reagan administration. So, been dialing back on the ketchup consumption. Um, mustard is also apparently not a suitable replacement for, for ketchup goes away. It's your condiments connoisseur. Yeah, yeah. I knew you, man. It's more like the just the quantity of food that's going in. If you can kind of gel it all together with the ketchup or with the mustard, then it just makes it so much easier to go down the gullet. Yeah, it's, it's, like the, it's like the hot dog eating yeah. contest. Correct, yeah. You know, you I, just get it. I get it. Munch the bun up, put it down, yeah. swallow yeah. the water. Well, let me ask you this about the sleep thing, right? Because there's, that's been getting a ton of press over the last couple of years, right? Yeah. You know, we've seen the books, millions of podcasts, that sort of thing. So, going, so you're basically doubling your sleep, going from 11 to 3 to, you know, an eight-hour night. Do you, yeah. do you Are you a fan of any of the wearable technology? Everybody's got their whoops or their Apple watches. You're seeing the aura rings make a comeback now, too? Yeah, um, I had the whoop for a while um and i had an apple watch for a while it still kind of just sits in my car um but both of those i found were kind of it didn't make me overstress it but i definitely like overthought it and Mm -hmm. especially the the whoop like i think for some people it's great and it's super effective for me at least i found that when i was wearing the whoop if it said like oh you've had a bad recovery day or whatever then i'd look at that and i'd be like oh well this day is Gone to crap. Like, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, you know, if it was like a heavy around. single back squat and I woke mm-hmm. up and it said 20% recovery, I'd be like, no chance I'm getting to a heavy single today. And I, I probably would back off or same thing with workouts. So I find just kind of basing off of how my body is actually feeling on that day, um, you know, it, it, it has served me better at least. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I think that they're great for, for some people. For me at least, I tend to overthink things and read into them a little too much mm-hmm. sometimes. So that just was, was not a great tool for me at least cool. um but yeah. yeah for sure i mean i, I can i know exactly what you're saying i kind of went through a little bit of the same thing I'm, i go back and forth i'm back on now yeah. but um like a lot of times i would i would wake up i would i wouldn't look at my recovery score for like a half an hour i yeah. would want to like get up move you know have breakfast let the dogs out do that kind of, and then kind of ask myself how i thought it felt mm-hmm. and then look at it and try to see like did it did it match up and a lot of times it did match up mm-hmm. but there were days like you said where it might have said that it what didn't wasn't feeling quite as recovered but i felt great or the opposite is saying i was looking good but i felt didn't feel great and so i kind of wanted to already have my own opinion before i saw it so it didn't guide my opinion how i mm-hmm. felt um because yeah sometimes it can be a gift and a crutch the yeah, technology for sure and I, i'm someone also who like my lifestyle you know i don't have uh, wife and kids or dog or anything like that. I've got a Bobby and Haley that I've got to make sure yeah. get, the rent paid, get the rent paid on time. But other than that, you know, Bobby and Haley. I, I, um, so my, my day is like very, very, uh, Regimented, yeah, regimented the same every single day. So I kind of know, like, you know, I don't go out drinking and things like that. So there's nothing that would really be a big changer, which I think that whoop helps a lot of people realize is like, Oh man, if I drink, you know, an hour before I go to bed, then maybe that's going to affect my sleep for the next eight right. hours. For me, like, that's not a 
Like, it's yeah. not a thing. So it's just like, I'm going to bed at this time. You know, when I wake up kind of varies a little bit. But other right. than that, it's pretty, pretty, you know, regimented. Gotcha. gotcha. So, so I've, I've noticed, you know, as we've had the opportunity to, to get to know, you know, athletes, whether on this podcast or just kind of be in the field, it does, it does seem like the... It, it, everybody's working hard, right? Everybody at this yeah. high level you're at, they're, they're everybody's, everybody's, you know, just a beast. But it seems like at this point, the the difference maker are these lifestyle factors, right? So you've highlighted mm-hmm. your sleep, your nutrition. It sounds like stress, right? You're talking about your schedule is, is regimented and pretty low stress. You don't have a ton of stuff to... Uh, all, right, yeah. all, right, all right, all right. Yeah. 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 Is, that, is that... I mean, you can say that. Yeah, <laughs> I, got you. I got you. Um, any other thoughts about that? Like, <laughs> because, you know, as, as physical therapists, too, we're, we're always trying to, you know discuss these things with with our patients as well too who yeah. aren't not in necessarily this fitness athlete world as well too so um any other any other just general thoughts about kind of dialing in those lifestyle factors it sounds like that's been a big difference maker for you from hearing you right yeah i mean i you know yes i would say that it has been a big difference maker um and there's still a lot of things that i'm trying to uh get better at like mm-hmm. nutrition being one of them um and even like sleep sometimes but but at the end of the day i've noticed that you know, not going into every session feeling like it has to be like do or die mm-hmm. um, is sometimes beneficial. Sometimes you have to do that, but at the same time, like listening to your body kind of trumps all that. You know, if something's not feeling great, it's not going to make or break your fitness for the entire year if you don't do a heavy single or something like that, whatever's program for the day. If you kind of modify it, I'm not saying just don't do anything, but yeah. you know, as long as you're trying to continuously feel your best you're going to get a much better result as opposed to like pushing through things and stuff like that so not every workout has to be like ass kicking session where you're like on the floor doing a sweat and a lot, a lot of crossfitters think that I, I get first you, were you ever like that when you first started mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. they don't like to send it yeah. <laughs> all the time well, yeah. it's still it's still man it's so tricky it's something that I still like on a, on a daily basis I'm trying to get better at because like especially at you know at the level that I'm, I'm trying to get to, um, it, it's like, you know, five, 10 seconds makes a big difference there. Mm-hmm. And how do you make that time up? And, and usually it's not, you know, it, for example, you know, the first workout of quarterfinals this year, the qualifying stage to the semifinals, um, the workout was, or maybe it was the second workout, but it was three rounds for time, mm-hmm. 30 pistols, 30 GHD sit-ups, 10 ring muscle-ups. And so, you know, you go into that workout and, and everybody can do 10 unbroken ring muscle-ups that's going to be trying to fight for that top spot, right? It's kind of like who can maybe strategize this the best. So my focus going into these semifinals has been strategizing these workouts better so that I know more of what I'm capable of. Um, and that's kind of making a difference that I can notice, uh, maybe dialing back in the beginning and yeah. finishing strong right? Um, and, and trying to be very uh conscious of the efforts that you're giving cool. throughout the workout. So. Mm-hmm. so as far as the strategy goes, um, how much of that comes from experience versus coaching? Um, I'd say that for it, it depends on the individual, I think. Yep. Some people are very good at listening to people the first time. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I myself am someone who has to learn trial by fire, not once, not twice, but like 40 times. Yeah. Until, finally, <laughs> until finally I text Josh, I'm like, you know what? Maybe try to do it unbroken instead of 20 ring muscle ups. It was not a good idea to start that way. Oh, so, you know, it's that trial by fire and, and just getting to know yourself better as an athlete. I think for me, something that I struggle with is, you know, I'll go through a phase in training where there's a big Big focus on parallel handstand push-ups or ring muscle-ups or these higher skill things mm-hmm. 
and you'll know that you're better at them than where you were a couple months ago. And right. so you'll go into the workout thinking, well, I'm better at ring muscle ups. That means I should just send all caution to the wind and just go for this. Mm-hmm. So kind of as you, you're getting better, it's hard to gauge because yes, the movements are better than they were when you started, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you can just full dummy the workout and right. hope that it pays off. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, sure. um, some good insight there. Yeah, and, and I, I kind of wanted to, I had a question too about like your opinion, you feel, or your feelings for you on like going into the open, going into quarter miles, going into this next stage, and this kind of could go for more than just the sport of fitness, but tapering into these things. So, so you're you're a young man. You're 21. You recover great. You you have these things dialed in. You're resilient. Um, you know. Do you feel like you can keep training hard and 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 really pushing yourself all the way up to and through those, or do you feel like you even with those things that are kind of you know good things to already have dialed in, do you feel like you still need a little bit of a taper? And is that what your plan is going into this next big competition? Uh, okay, so. Um, how did I stack this? Um, I would say that, again, going back to the listen to your body thing, um, I think it kind of depends on, you know, the athlete you are uh, and how much intensity that you are giving in each session. I think that makes a big difference. I think, kind of like we said earlier, if you're just going in and giving 100% every single session, you're probably going to burn out and need a longer taper. Um, for me personally, uh you know, this is the furthest I've ever made it, mm-hmm. right? So that's a really exciting thing. At the same time, a realization that I've come to this year, at least, is how long the season actually is once mm-hmm. you start making it into these later rounds. Because, you know, obviously, you know, if everything goes well at Syndicate, then I'll be going on to the games in August. And, you know, now the fe- the season, instead of just ending in February like it has in the past for me, now that it's gone from February all the way to August. So we almost lasted, you know, six, seven months here. Mm-hmm. And training for that six, seven months <clears throat> is kind of weird because you have a three-week open, then you have a week rest, then you have quarterfinals that, you know, lasts a week. And then if you make that, you've got optimistically, you know, six or seven weeks until the semifinal that you go to, depending on which semifinal you go to, now you've got like, uh, give or take, you know, a month or two months until the games happens. So there's not really a whole lot of room for error in that time. And that's something that I've noticed when you're asking about tapering and things like that is I'm kind of learning as we're going here, just because again, like I said, I've noticed I finished quarterfinals was training the week after quarterfinals and I was like holy crap I've been hit by like like a bus I'm just yeah. like I mean you know you're going as hard as you can in these workouts I definitely could have strategized some of those quarterfinals workouts better yeah I heard a little birdie told me you may have hit one of them a few different times <laughs> we, well, you want to talk about experience and learning lessons the hard way from Daniel Sterling how many times did you do the last quarterfinals workout well so we did the first workout twice or actually one and a half times we did the second workout once the third workout we did twice the fourth workout we did twice and the fifth workout we did three times and I want to highlight the third workout uh, his first time was about 17 and a half minutes which would have thrown him all the way out of the race to qualify him immediately the first no you're thinking of the the third the third workout yeah the, yeah. Third, the third workout his first attempt took him about 17 and a half minutes we knew he probably needed much closer to 15 if he was going to qualify anything um, the second attempt, he got fourteen fifty or so, mm. and so we, we learned very quickly that if you just don't stop to tie your shoe in the middle of the workout, <laughs> you know, and you're steady and wise in your pacing, you can yeah. get a, a world class score. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of 
have, you know, that, like I was talking about earlier, that's a big focus that I've been trying to hone yeah. in is that, that pacing, getting things done right the first time because, you know, out on that floor, you only get one shot. Yeah, yeah. You don't right. have and you think about from a volume standpoint, you, you went from doing five events to ten events, essentially. Yeah. You had a whole section. So, yeah. you know, again, from a, from a recovery standpoint, you know, uh, that that's that's tough. Like you mentioned, hard to get back into regular training. Yeah. And if there's still things you want to prioritize in training, it makes it a little bit harder. So, I mean, yeah. it, it just comes with experience. And like you mentioned, this is your first, you know, foray into some of these things. Yeah. So, that's all. I mean, the fact that you're doing it at 21 is pretty impressive buddy yeah well I think like in past my season started in my in my mind at least it was always like okay you make it past quarterfinals let's say you know quarterfinals uh, is in the month of March and then semifinals is in the month of May mm-hmm. so in my mind I was like okay hard training will start once you finish the quarterfinals leading up to semifinals and something that I found is that really the hard training was what you did in February and now we're just trying to uh, sharpen the knife on some of these things because you're not going to be able to like your fitness is kind of where it is it can get a little bit better but you're not going to make drastic improvement like you could have made the months leading up to the open right um, the so, hay's in the barn by that time exactly so that's yep. kind of this thing that I'm trying to uh, going into next season will make be a big difference mm-hmm. maker for me in the sense that it's like the training is not going to happen after you get and qualify for the semifinals it's going to have had to have happened before that um, and then you've got to kind of ride that out for sure. You know, if that makes sense, for sure. just a lesson that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. No, it's, and that's and that's a big part of it. Is is you know each every event, every competition, every training cycle, it all just provides data and information to be used to adjust in the future. And so it's just all learning experience. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, hopefully that learning experience keeps carrying on to you know to August, um, yeah, which would be what, super awesome. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean that's gonna be fun. So syndicate is when? When? What dates? May twentieth. Through 22nd. 20th through 22nd. All right. So you got about a month. You know, exactly yeah, exactly a month, actually. Mm-hmm. A month. Yeah. Um, so. That's good. That's good. And that, so um, is your plan to get to Knoxville early, do a little bit of training there, get settled in? you going to, you know, is, is it starting on a Thursday? So that's so on Friday. It says the 20th or the 22nd. So I'm assuming they're going to have a workout on Friday night. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of workouts on Saturday and probably a good amount of workouts on Sunday to finish mm-hmm. the day. Um, so that's 20. 21st, 22nd. Uh, I'm probably going to get there on, I am going to get there on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll stay the night there Wednesday. Uh, probably do like a easy recovery movement piece type deal. Um, I'm assuming athlete check-in, like we, ha- we haven't gotten any information on this, or at least I haven't. Um, I'm assuming the check-in is going to be on Thursday. Yeah. And then a bit Friday. go, go yeah. Friday. So try and get acclimated to kind of the surroundings and yeah, yeah. the hotel. So Cool. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is a chance to make a splash, man. Um, I'm excited, yeah. yeah. Is this going to be streamed online? Or it should be. It was last year. Yeah, it YouTube should be. Yeah. yeah, it should be. Yeah. I definitely saw some coverage last year. You, you need to come out with like a, a Joe Namath type guarantee or something. Right. Like you want to get on Morning Chalk Up or on on these oh, things. Make a splash. Make a splash. Yeah, your outfit or what you say. Those are your two Daniel has got the outfit, the attention grabbers plan. So just just watch out. Yeah. So you're not going to be able to miss it. We're going to keep this a secret. Are you going to? Yeah. The outfit's going to be kept a secret. People see it. People who are close to me, they'll they'll know where the outfit. It's going to be. So if you don't know what Daniel looks like, you'll find out very quickly. Yeah, I like it. You'll, I like get, it. you'll get a good taste. Yeah. Um, Those are your two options. You either got to you got either got to go with the outfit that's going to draw the attention, or you got to say what something that's going to get attention. Dude, you, need, uh, you, need, you, you have to back it up. Otherwise, they will never look hey, at you again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Name drop some dopers. 
Just people. Wait, 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 any other friends or anybody that's competing at this with you that you're gonna like kind of hang out with or lean on or kind of pick their brain through the weekend or anything like that? Uh, no, um, I know some people that will be competing, um, and I know some people that will be at that semifinal, but I, there will be very little talking done. Yeah, on my part. Um, Locked in, baby. Locked in. Now, now typically, I, I can't, I'm trying to remember back to last year because this is kind of a newer structure. You know, workout releases. Did they put all of them out beforehand? Or they kept a, didn't they hold a couple back? I, I think they're going to hold a couple back. The yeah. common ones. So this year, every semifinal has to do the same two workouts from CrossFit. Okay. I think those are supposed to be released the week before. Okay. Yeah. So you might get a chance to actually test them out or, or test variations or maybe yeah. depending on when they come out. Mm-hmm. And I might, if they do do that and it's, it's far enough away, I might do like a like a mock run kind of half pace just see how it feels um, you know we're going to play with the torque tank today a little later yeah, so I'm for sure to get my hands on that um, yeah it's a little bit different you know ours is ours is not um, as extensive as what yeah. yeah the one that you'll have will be like a four wheel not a three mm-hmm. wheel and it, and it got has more resistance but you always get a feeling like yeah. the magnetic resistance is a little different than like a friction based sled so like like body position things like that too yeah, yeah. yeah. So so that's to play yeah. around with yeah, um, yeah. Cool. Cool. that would be good man yeah um, call somebody out dude yeah <laughs> No, yeah. I'm not. Who are you yeah. Who's Hendricks? You got you to yeah. go for number one. No, it's like, I, it's, like, it's like, like, you know, the first day of prison, you got to go for like the biggest bully in the yard. No, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I'd oh rather. God, is that really how that works? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, don't tug his mullet when you're in line. You won't do it. You won't do it. No, he's got nothing but respect for me. So I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to call anybody out. Yeah. I'll just go there and I'm going to do my best. And yeah, we're trying to start dropping. I know you are. I'm resisting every urge to go into it. be there. I'll start the drama. There you go. Did you hear what that Sterling kid said about you? Like, yeah, it doesn't have to be real. We can just just start making up rumors. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wait, I mean, do we have any other listener questions from uh, a certain Browns fan, sixty-four in Charleston? I, uh, I, I, Lord May, Lord uh, Mayfield. So I was, I was told, I was told we had to specifically ask for, about this. Um, so. You're, you're single, right? Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> yes. So well. Yes. But I, but yes. I hear I hear you have a, a thing for slightly older women. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, yeah. or maybe not slightly. I can't. Yeah. This. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell anybody to listen to this podcast now. <laughs> this is great. Oh man, this, this is what happens when you let when you let your friends submit questions. <laughs> um. Oh man. This is no comment. I'll answer this for Daniel. It's not that he has a thing for older women. It's that older women have a thing for. Him. Oh, oh there, there you go. go. There you go. That's that, all right. yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily true either. But, but so is this like a pool boy scenario? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we really can't even. No, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't say anything. Oh, my God. My, my lips are sealed. I think all women are, are wonderful and have great personalities. And, <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, stop. You're digging yourself a hole. We're just going to stop right here. Um, oh, man. I don't know if we're going to be able to release this one. <laughs> Why can't you release yeah. this? Yeah. I wouldn't oh, say anything. This is perfectly public information. There we go. There's nothing bad. The message, though, is Daniel is single, and he will date anyone old, his age or older. <laughs> there you go. Wow, thank you, Quentin, for clearing that up. We got dating advice PR manager here. Imagine how many followers and girls are going to be slipping in your DMs if you put it on this. Listen, combined with his semifinals, let's call it vivacious appearance, 
and this that by vibration. I'm getting some rock star vibes going here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm going to tune in. I'll be honest with you. I wasn't going to watch this thing, but now I know the outfit's coming. Dude, I'm going to be tuned in. Daniel, you sound my bucket hat. If you've ever seen Elton John perform, you haven't seen anything yet. Oh, oh, dude. All right, I don't know. The the, the anticipation grows. This is kill me. I did yeah. get some heels, like 11 inch oh, heels. <laughs> I kind of need. Hey, I need that to get into full squats. So I don't hate on that. <laughs> That's what JT needs to get into uh, full yeah. squat these oh, days. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yep. Shout out JT. Power yeah. dive that old yep. man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The young bucks finally passed the old man. How about that? Well, yeah. He's. I don't know about that. He's still sneaky fit. He'll send me workouts sometimes that he did, and I'm just looking at it like you're. I feel like he doesn't work. I think he just you're a nut job. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I look at it and I'm like, do you even do, you even do anything? Yeah, he just posts it on social media, just kind of keeps on the DL. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't know. No, that he's, man. he's one of the hardest working dudes I've ever met. Yeah. Seriously, he though. Yeah. He's shouts to shout our boy yeah. JT out in, cool. out, out in LA, bro. Yeah. Dodger Town. Like, yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, he's, cool. he's worked hard for that. Cool. Daniel, this was fun, man. It was great having you on. It's been a long time. I don't know how much content was actually produced. No, no. We got into the week. Yeah, actually, awesome. this, I didn't know anything about the semis. I, there you I, go. I, there I you go. I'm excited about it now. I didn't, honestly didn't care before this episode. No, I'll be, I'll be tuned in that whole weekend. There we Heck go. Yeah. Um, so I know we're going to have some listeners that are probably going to reach out to you after this. Where can they find you? On um, well, on Instagram, uh, Daniel Sterling twenty five thirty three. He is finally back. We are reactive as of. Last week. Last week. Yep. After a year hiatus, while he was in the in the cave, mm-hmm. in the cave. In that's the right. Cave. Yeah. Putting right. in work. So yeah. so we're back now, um, and that's where that's gonna be the best, best right. place. You can find posts approved by Haley Gearsall and captions approved by Quentin McQueen. Here we go. Here we go. I like it. I like it. He's got handlers and everything. I love this, dude. He's already prepared for big times. Well, good luck, young money. We're excited to uh, watch you here in in about four weeks. And for the rest of the listeners out there, be sure to check all those sponsors and affiliates in the show notes, uh, especially the Blaze Pods that helps us pay the bills. This is Better Faster Podcast. We're out. This episode is brought to you by Vertex PT Specialist. One patient per doctor physical therapy per hour. Guaranteed. The best physical therapy ever. Check us out at vertexpt.com or on the gram at vertexpt.